When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Football! That's right. Dead of the offseason here. And we are two weeks into our, what has turned out to be a marathon of list episodes. And they are fun. Appreciate you guys suggesting all these different ideas. You wanted us to put together a 53-man all-time Vikings roster. We gave you the offense on Tuesday earlier this week. We're going to hit you with the defense and the special teams. That's right. A little punter. Got a kicker. You didn't put a long snapper on here, Judd. Why didn't you account for a long snapper? I didn't. We easily could take somebody off. Take a position on. Or we have to teach, like, Randall McDaniel how to long yeah. snap or something. Or actually, Jared, you know Al- Jared Allen yeah. would maybe be on yeah. the list. Actually, there is a guy on my defensive list who is probably one of the best long snappers who didn't get to do the job consistently. That's exactly right. Okay. So uh, okay. we're, we're going to get to the second half of this today. This is Daily Vikings Entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die, taking you into your 4th of July weekend festivities. The show is presented by our friends at Surly Brewing Company. And also by TCL. No matter what you watch, TCL has award-winning TVs for any budget, any space, all with stunning picture quality. And TCL makes more than just TVs. Bet you didn't know that. They offer mobile products, audio devices, home appliances. They bring you joy and simplicity through innovative technology. Learn more at TCL.com. And since this is the summer of Surly, the uh, 53-man all-time Vikings roster is brought to you guys by our friends at Surly. This is so. This is exciting because the Fourth of July is just about here, and now you're saying to yourself, "You know what? It's time for boats, water, fun." No, but none of that. What's it's my it's beer? Time to sit there. But what's oh, my beer? Drink surly. Summer of surly. That's exactly right. <laughs> and and you know we could tell you about the Supremes and the Logic Bombs and all of those delicious beers, but. I can keep talking about them, but until you taste them, because I feel like people who show us their cans on Twitter, once they get a taste, they're like, oh my God, Judd, you were exactly right. This is fantastic. So make sure that you celebrate the fireworks with a Surly in hand, and then show us your cans, and you too can rave about all of the great beers from Surly. Amazing. Football. Amazing. All right. For the YouTube audience here, I'm going to attempt, if my uh, if my tablet lets me, to put the offensive 53-man roster on the screen here so that you guys can, if you, if you missed the episode, definitely go back, check it out, because we spent the first 10 minutes just fighting with each other about the quarterbacks and running backs. A lot sure. of animosity. Yeah. There was a lot. Yeah, a lot of hate. Loved it. 
Yeah, we all kind of brought different backup quarterbacks, but then Declan wanted to put actual backup quarterbacks on the list. Like Declan wanted Brad Johnson I instead of Brett Favre at one on what point. We were trying to do there was. I'm not going to rehash this conversation. We we we, we have done that. We've exhausted I'm it. it. I'm done with it. Thank you. So here, this is this is straight from the raw show notes here, uh, color coded in purple too for your viewing pleasure. The, the the quarterbacks we selected: Fran Tarkenton, Dante Culpepper, and Brett Favre, with Tarkenton as the starter. The running backs: Adrian Peterson, your starting running back, followed by Chuck Foreman, Robert Smith, Dalvin Cook. Fullbacks: Bill Brown. Steve Jordan, the starting tight end, followed by Jim Roadgrader, Klein Saucer, and Kyle Rudolph for those glorious hands in the red zone. Uh, we got Randy Moss, Chris Carter as the starting wide receivers, followed by Justin Jefferson, Anthony Carter, Sammy White, and Adam Thielen. And eight offensive linemen. The five starters are Gary Zimmerman at left tackle, Randall McDaniel and Steve Hutchinson at the guards, Mick Tinglehoff up the middle, Ron Yeri at right tackle, Jeff Christie, Ed White, and Corey Stringer. Backing up. A little pushback on Corey Stringer, but he was a pro bowler in the, the season before he passed away tragically and was just a hulking figure at right tackle for the greatest offense in the history of football at the time, 1998. So Corey Stringer makes the list. So, boys, I've got some, uh, you saw maybe at the bottom there, I've got some names to throw out here for, uh, let's start with defensive end. So we're All going right. off of Judd's, Judd's uh, position groupings call for five defensive ends here on this list. I'll just throw some names out to get us started here. Daniil Hunter, Jared Allen, mm-hmm. Carl Eller, and Jim Marshall from the Purple People Eaters. And uh, Chris Dolman. Randall counts as a tackle, right? Does he not count as a end? Okay, cool. Yep. I, th- I mean, Judd, you fight me on this. I think no. Ra- John no, Randall no, no. is a okay. defensive tackle. No, we're not fighting. Okay. okay. Unison. Well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Everson, Everson Griffin. So, I mean, I I think it's Daniil Hunter, Jared Allen, Chris Dolman, Carl Eller, Jim Marshall. Is and we actually do here? have, um, and, and we actually do have room to add one extra player at a position because we have twenty five offensive guys right now. I've got twenty three defensive guys just in the pre list that I did, and then a kicker, a punter, a returner, a kick returner, and a punt returner. So, if we wanted to add a defensive end to get to to 53, as I believe it would be a six defensive end, we certainly could. Okay. Are you saying your math was wrong on the original version of this? I'm saying I left one spot open for us to add a player. I did not contribute wanted. to his math. This is all Zolgad math. I just want that <laughs> nope, on the record. No, no, no. The spelling, the it's math, 25. I had nothing to do yeah, with you're this. Right. 20, it's 25, 23, and then 1, 2, 3, 4 on special teams. Is it 23? Hold on. Five defensive ends, four defensive tackles, five linebackers. That gets us to 14. Uh, then we have uh, four safeties gets us to 18, and then six cornerbacks to 24. So 25 offense, 24 defense, and then you got us with four special teamers, punter, kicker, punt returner, kick returner. Mm-hmm. That's uh, 53. How did I screw this up? Yeah, I, I guess it did. <laughs> this is awesome. Bad it. math. I told you. I'm bad at math. Self-sabotage. We can't even do the math. We can't even do the math. On the I told you. I thought I, had, I thought I had the you math had it, right. You had it right the first. I don't know where you were coming with today's math. I'm going off your original math, which was correct. Uh, I had 23. Uh, did right. you get... Did you... Uh, it's 24, then. You got skittish on your math. So, I mean, we, yeah, could, take, we could take from a position and add right. here if you felt strongly. Right. right. So We I might have, have to take from cornerback, quite frankly. Oh. And Yeah, which is an incredible list. Um... <laughs> At defensive end, I have Jared, I had Jim Marshall, I had Eller, 
Griffin and Griffin. Dolman. But Hunter is a good Hunter. I didn't think of. I don't know why. You, well, because your original twenty-five greatest Vikings, you weren't including right. But we talked about players. that. I knew that, and and I still forgot. So, <laughs> Daniel belongs. This is awesome. Daniel belongs. So who? So who comes off, or do we steal think, from I, another position? That's a good. Well, we should almost put a pin in this and come back. Okay. To use a buzz Dolman phrase, but... has to has to be on this list. Because ultimately, here's what's going to happen, and maybe we just maybe we just get to the cornerbacks early. Okay. We we have we have five defensive ends and six cornerbacks on this on this uh, this list. I honest to God couldn't find a sixth cornerback that belonged. But you you ultimately would have six cornerbacks on your roster. I I came up with six, but I am more than willing to have the discussion <laughs> that you want to have. So it's like, are you going to wind up with just an obligatory sixth cornerback? And bump Everson Griffin. That's how, that's the conversation we're having here. How has this team been around for so long? And look, I mean, I came up with some. I'm not going to say that the cornerbacks I came up with aren't good, but like it is bottom of the barrel for all time team. For well, let, team. let's get into it. Let's get all into right. it. This is probably for a franchise that has Hall of Famers up and down, Ring of Honor guys up and down, Pro Bowlers all. Pro- this is the weakest position group in the franchise's history. Not close. So the guys that I think... I tried to get to six. I, I landed on five. Carl Lee. Yep. Got him. Just a, a staple in the 1980s. Yep. Antoine Winfield. Mm-hmm. Xavier Rhodes, if we can forget about the last oh my season. God. Wow. Got him. He was one of the best corners in the league. Yep. Rhodes closed. He's on my list. And then the two main Purple People Eaters cornerbacks from the yep. 70s, Bobby Bryant, who has the most interceptions yep. by any Vikings cornerback, and Nate Wright, who played opposite Bobby Bryant. No love and for that. And that's uh, kind of where I stopped with my I'm, list. I looked like I, I came up with Ed Schrockman, okay. who's an old schooler, um, a, a guy from, I believe it was the 90s, Audrey McMillan, who I covered, but I'm fine with stopping at Nate Wright and stopping at five. No luck like, for I don't think there's a, Asher Allen like or Josh Robinson. Exactly. <laughs> or uh, Marcus oh, McCauley. Like, okay. that's the thing. Ed Sharrockman, this is, this is 1961 through like 1972 here. Yep. Ed Sharrockman was a longtime Vikings cornerback. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, I don't know, top four in interceptions. Are we just... Here's some of the other options, just for people like wanting some names to be thrown out there. The, I'm just going through the all-time interception list here just to give us a starting point. Um, Paul Paul Krause is a safety, so he doesn't count in this conversation. Uh, so Bobby Bryant, Ed Sherrockman, Nate Wright, Carl Lee, Antoine Winfield. Was John Turner from the 80s a cornerback or a safety? He was a cornerback if i'm not mistaken but i mean i'm not no, we're digging here this, but i'm not putting him on this list here's my question audrey mcmillan is it lazy if we decide to basically um skimp on a cornerback to add a defensive end or is it just prudent because i would say that it's probably in my opinion prudent like there are defensive ends galore that belong here and like we are to your words phil scraping the bottom of the barrel here just to like try and if we want to add a sixth yeah. cornerback to do that I'm fine uh, with stopping at Nate Wright and yeah, and making okay. sure that Hunter makes this list or or Everson, right? Or, the, or the, Everson. The, the, both those guys. 
Right, but I'm just saying that those guys are are worthy. I think we're like trying to find that sixth cornerback, and I don't even know it's worth it. I agree. I think you're right. And then just to go a little further on this list, because this is the type of territory we're getting into here. All due respect to these guys. Yeah. Um, Isaac Holt from the '80s. He played oh, four years. Isaac Holt. Uh, Brian Russell. Well, he's a free safety. How more? Yeah, put him in at safety. Cedric Griffin. So it's yeah, no. it's there's no <laughs> stop. That's not for stop. <laughs> stop the insanity. It's crazy. Stop. For how many freaking cornerbacks they've drafted in the last ten or twelve years here too? Will somebody step up and become the sixth best cornerback in franchise? So we're gonna go. Uh, can our can our defense here get away with five cornerbacks and four safeties? Can you if you need in a pinch? Can we can we move a safety down to a corner in a pinch if this team actually played a game at some point? That's the question. Uh, I think what, we'd be fine. Yeah, and here, here's why I think it's a fair call because we're trying to basically put out a base defense, right? So, like the nickel now is essentially a starting position, mm. but throughout the the history of football, it has not been. So, yes, I think that we can do five corners, four safeties, and okay. add a That's defensive fine. end. Okay, I like that. All right, who are the two starting defensive ends? Give me Carl Eller for one of them. Jared Allen, Daniel Hunter, or Dol- or Dolman. Dolman's probably Dolman's probably yeah. Dolman. Yeah, I think we got to respect the respect the elders. Yeah, I think we do here. Well, and a absolutely fantastic career. Okay, and then for starting cornerbacks, let's do. Uh, we'll go. Bo- I'm going to go Bobby Bryant. He was the best cornerback of the Purple People Leaders era, and uh, either I would see either Carl Lee or Xavier Rhodes with Winfield in the slot. What do you think, Jack? Carl Lee or Xavier Rhodes? Recency bias is probably going to get me here in saying Rhodes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. let's just say Rhodes, and then if we are going to anoint a slot guy. It can Antoine. Antoine Winfield. Slot. Yeah, okay. I think that's fair. I'll say, I'll say nickel here just for the, just for the, uh, the raw notes. Okay. Football. Defensive tackles. Football. See, look at this. This is a great Football. exercise. Wow. This is <laughs> yeah, if I could count it, it would help a lot. You All want right, to know what it's going. like in an actual NFL war room? Not at all like this. Not even close. They, they don't lose track of their math. <laughs> okay. How many? Jerry, oh. what's that number again? <laughs> Are you sure that adds up to 53? I yeah, got 51. Let me count again. Let me count on my notepad here that I bought at Cub Foods for a dollar. So defensive tackles. We're looking for four. Here's a list to get us started. All right. John Randall, Kevin Williams, yep. Alan Page, yep. Gary Larson, Keith Millard, Pat Williams. Big Pat. I'm going to throw my guy Henry Thomas in here, too. I say my guy because we follow each other on Twitter, and he was my favorite player to use in Tecmo Super Bowl, right up the middle. He was very good. So the no-brainers here are John Randall and Alan Page. Yep. Just absolute no-brainers. Those are your starters, right? Just straight up. Those are your starters. Keith Millard, as we talked about in the Snubs episode of your top 25 all-time Vikings, at his peak, one of the best defensive linemen after the Purple People Eaters in Vikings history. But then he blows out his knee at age 27. So I I would stump for peak Keith Millard. Probably Kevin Williams. Yes. Kevin Williams. Yeah. I think he has to be on it. Yeah, let's go with Kevin. Kevin over Pat. Because... Yes. I yeah, I wouldn't so I loved Pat, but I wouldn't include Pat. Um I, I I would vote for Kevin above Keith, but I would vote for 
Millard above Pat. It, it seems that. like both of the Correct. Williams walls, you know, they're, they're kind of known as one, obviously, because they, they were together for so long and were such an insane force. But I think if, if you had to pick one of them, I, I think you lean Kevin on the more dynamic factor. Yeah. And you drafted yep. him and all that stuff. So that would leave Pat Williams, Gary Larson, and Henry Thomas on the outside here. Am I, am I forgetting any defensive tackles here that we... Not of the Dominic variety, no. We got the Purple People Eaters represented here. We got uh, we got the, the Williams wall represented. We got the oh, 90s John Randall. Shamar Steffen. That's right. What do we do with Shamar? Where should we put him? Can we wave him again? <laughs> yes. Let's put him, put, him just put him on the list. Just put him on the list to say we waved him. We waved him, wave him immediately. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was very uncalled for. What a drive-by cheap shot. Shamar Steffen is just enjoying his summer right now. Yeah. Guys and made I millions just, of dollars playing football, and here comes Judd. Yep, just rumbling in. Uh, all right, we've got uh, we've got more position groups here, but uh, as we fill out this fifty-three man roster, it's sort of like going on underdog fantasy and filling out your roster for the upcoming football season. Mm. They should have like uh, I, don't know, I don't know how you would do historical games because they can't actually play, but you know, maybe we can come up with some sort of uh, app for this that will bankrupt us. But underdog fantasy is the best and easiest place to get a sweat on games. And with the upcoming football season, if you're just someone who doesn't, you don't want to be having to pay attention all weekend to figure out who's injured and who's not. And that's where underdog comes in with their season long drafts where you draft a team. And then from that point forward, you don't really have to worry about anything. You don't have to worry about waivers or trades or lineup setting. You draft your team, which is the most fun part. And then underdog will pick your starters after the games are played for those weeks Based on who actually played, who played the best, you just get the highest point totals. Uh, so there's no gotcha. This guy got deactivated <laughs> 10 minutes beforehand because he tweaked his ankle in pregame warm-ups. Promo code SCORE, S-K-O-R, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. Promo code SCORE, S-K-O-R. The app is so easy, Judd can use it, and he has been. I yeah. have been. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I don't win consistently, but who cares? It's great fun. <laughs> it's, it's okay. It's, it's, it's a fun way to watch a game. There is no doubt. Uh, speaking of winning consistently, I think the 3M Open has been winning consistently since it uh, jumped on board the PGA schedule a few years ago, and it's coming back in just a few weeks here, Dad. That's right. Cam Champ's playing this weekend. He's also going to be returning uh, to defend his 2021 3M Open title. Tony Finau is going to be there. Patrick Cantley is going to be there. Uh, we, we had a Phil and I had a nice conversation yesterday with Mike Welch, and I believe he said 30 players who have at least won tournaments in the last two years are going to be a part of yeah. this event. So a stacked field at the 3M Open. It's June 18th to the 24th at TPC Twin Cities. I tried to hit some balls at TPC Twin Cities uh, last summer. Didn't go so well for me. You can watch the pros do it, though. 3MOpen.com slash tickets. Kids 15 and under get in free with a paid adult a ticket. 3MOpen.com slash tickets. Inexplicably, one of my best rounds of golf of all time came at TPC Twin Cities. That's from the, from the blue tees, too. It's just like, I, what? I don't know why or how. Yes. I was just dialed in that day. Shot like a forty on the. It was it was nine holes. I shot like a 40, 40 or forty one, oh. and then I'm sure if I would have played the other nine, I would have carded like a sixty two or something. So I'm glad that we stopped after nine. All right, let's get to the linebackers here. According to Judd's math, we need five linebackers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I came up with. 
I, I hope I'm right now. I'm beginning to doubt myself, which is really bad. Like Dex can say from from being bad at math, now yeah. I'm doubting myself a little bit. And like there's that just air of 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 uh, doubt that has crept in. I'm like Pagan against the Guardians. I know it's going to be screwed up. Oh I just don't know how bad. Oh boy. Oh man. The Twins just an epic loss last night. Um, okay, so here are some some names to get us started. Scott Studwell. Yep. Eric Kendricks. Matt mm. Blair. Yep. Chad Greenway. And I'll present to you the two leading tacklers among linebackers in franchise history. Well, I'm sorry. Greenway is number one. Numbers two and number three are Ed McDaniel, little 10-year run throughout the 90s. That's a good one. Yeah, and E.J. Henderson, mm-hmm. a nine-year run with the Vikings. Was it nine years? I, wow. I guess there were some not yeah. great years. And 03. then he came back and played well. And yeah, then after snapped horrible regularly. Ed McDaniel. Way, Jack Del Rio is actually fourth on that list. Uh-huh. Yeah, Wrecked up a lot of tackles. Ed McDaniel is a good one. Studwell, Blair, Greenway, McDaniel. Um, I could definitely see. Do we also need to give an ode to yesteryear and consider a guy like Jeff Seaman or Wally Hilgenberg as well? Ooh, Wally Hilgenberg. That's a name in Vikings history. I feel like we need to go back a little bit for at least one of these. Yeah, it's tough, too, because I I don't know that they really tracked Hackles as much back in the day too, so I'm trying to get a feel for who I'm missing on this list. <laughs> Those stats were so. I, how do you not track sacks officially until '82? That's one of the stupidest. And then how, how did it take them 40 years to finally go back and say, "Oh, we should probably go watch these games and see how many sacks I don't know Deacon Jones had." Where do you find? <laughs> but like, I I wonder, I wonder how difficult it was or is to find complete games from back then too, because like tapes got erased back then. They they didn't yeah. archive. They didn't archive things. They basically just taped over stuff. Here's another name that you might have to help us with. So on Pro Football Reference, they have they have a stat called approximate value. It's basically it's an attempt to attach a single number to every player season since 1960. So you get it's it's like a wins above replacement kind of a thing. I don't know how they calculate it, but the greatest players in Vikings history, according to approximate value are Carl Eller, Alan Page, Jim Marshall, Randall McDaniel, Fran Tarkin. So it's pretty much aligned with the best players in franchise history. The top linebacker on this list is a guy named Roy Winston. Oh, Roy Winston, yeah. Way before my time, but... He was all throughout the 1960s, and then he played until 1976. That's an interesting one. Yeah, you know what? I didn't consider him, but that's probably an oversight on my part. He was a one-time All-Pro in 1972, I think this kind of screams to me really good player for a long time. A little bit like the 1960s version of a Chad Greenway. Yeah. So I don't I don't know that he needs to be on this list, but I just wanted to throw his name out because, you know, we shouldn't just forget the guys that played in the 1960s. No, Wally exactly. Hilgenberg is also on this list um, as one of the top valued linebackers in franchise history. But Declan and I never saw him play. Maybe you were a kid and saw him play. I don't want to disrespect these guys because we didn't see him play, though. I saw him play as a kid, um, but he was at the end of his career at that point. The Winston one's an interesting one to introduce to the conversation. I will say that. I feel like we need a... a, um, We need Patrick Patrick Racy. To weigh in. Because he at least saw these guys play to break the ties. Yeah. So he continued. Scott Studwell's in, right? Yes. We're putting Scotty Studwell in. Matt Blair's in. 
Matt Blair is in. So we at least we've at least represented here. And Matt Blair was from the seventies. He was yep. Purple People Leaders era defense. So I I feel like as long as we're representing that era, I think we're safe. I okay. feel like Greenway should be in. And I feel like Ed McDaniel representing the nineties. He was the best linebacker on a team that went to the playoffs every single year and won fifteen games one year. Yeah, he so, was. So that's four. Yep. We, so we have one spot left for Eric Kendricks, E.J. Henderson, <laughs> Wally Hilgenberg, and Roy Winston. I feel like we should find someone to represent more of the 60s, early 70s. But again, I think we we have to ask a guy like Patrick. Like, I can't, I didn't see Winston play, so I have no clue. I think he would say Hilgenberg. Okay. I think he would. My only thing is, Eric Kendricks is really, really good. Now, Eric Hendricks only won All-Pro, only one Pro Bowl in his career, which I'm actually surprised by, mm-hmm. only one Pro Bowl. I think he probably got snubbed there for a couple of years, and now he's 30. Right. So I just wanted to see if, if he had you know four Pro Bowls and I had forgotten about it, then maybe we have to go back to him. But if to me, Kendricks and Greenway are a little bit in the same boat where they're, they're very, very good, kind of borderline Pro Bowlers every year, longtime Vikings, uh, and Chad Greenway has a little bit more longevity. So let's let's go Wally Hilgenberg. That'll give us Scott Studwell, Matt Blair, Chad Greenway, Ed McDaniel, Wally Hilgenberg, and then in reserve uh, on the practice squad, we can put Eric Kendricks, E.J. Henderson, and Roy Winston. This is a, this is a pretty Winston. solid position group historically yeah. for the Vikings. Oh, yeah. oh, the linebackers have been Very solid. Yeah, fantastic. Not quite the Chicago Bears, but, you know, it's uh, pretty good. All right, any I, other any other qualms there? I think every position group that we are going to do or have done in this exercise is incredibly good and solid, except for cornerback. Yeah, and that well, that brings us to safety here. Uh, Another who's who, baby? It is, and I might be missing someone here, but uh, we need four safeties. All right, I'll throw some names out: Paul Kraus, Harrison Smith, Joey Browner, Robert Griffith, Darren Sharper, Orlando Thomas. I think my four are Kraus and Browner are locks. Yep, and I have Griff, I have Griffith and Smith as well. I, okay. I think if we're going to include active players in these things, Harrison Smith needs to be on this list. Agreed. Yeah. And so then, it, it, so you're saying Robert Griffith representing sort of '90s, maybe early 2000s. Uh, I, I agree with that. I, I wanted to put Darren Sharper's name in here just because. He was very, very good for a few years. Picked off a lot of passes. Uh, Orlando Thomas, also very good. But I think you're right. I think Robert Griffith probably represents that that era of Vikings football a little bit more. Who are the starters out of the, that form? We need two starting safety. Browner has to start. Browner and Kraus. Probably Kraus and Browner. Kraus, yeah. yeah. Okay. That was easy. That brings us to kicker. Well, we have kicker, punter, punt returner, kick returner. Yes. Okay. And if we wanted to duplicate, if there was someone on the roster, like if we said Justin Jefferson can be the punt returner, which he's never really done, I don't think. Um, but let's start with kicker. We got I mean, Fred Cox. Fred Cox is the all-time leading scorer in Vikings history, but also missed like 40% of his kicks. And people, and people love him. <laughs> like the old-time fans, Freddie Cox never missed. Oh, Actually, missed Freddie Cox missed all the time. I, I think it's Longwell. <laughs> I, I think just consistency. I I, it's Longwell. That's that's who I've got. I've got him as well. Okay, Ryan Longwell is fourth all time in made field goal percentage in Vikings history. 
All right. Go I'll give you one, one of the other three you would not get. He he played eight games. Donald Iguibuque. Iguibuque, yeah. From, in from 1990? The, from the Buccaneers. He came from the Bucks. Yeah. He made 14 of 16 in like a half a season, and then that was kind of a wrap for him. Yep. So who are the other two guys in franchise history above Ryan Longwell in, in field goal percentage? And then should we consider these guys? All right. Is Gary one of them? Gary is fifth. He's oh, just okay. behind Ryan Longwell. Okay. Oh, Blair Walsh? Blair Walsh is sixth. Okay. Which, I mean, I'm not put, putting him on. I just thought in some yeah. he, he went horrific 10 for iron team. Yeah, it, he was... He yeah. had the greatest potentially kicker season in Vikings history, going yeah. ten for ten from downtown. Yes. So who's a, so? Greg Joseph is third. Okay. Yeah, he ain't making. Yeah. Eighty. Sorry. Just want you guys to remember that before you start putting Greg Joseph on the hot seat. He's made eighty-seven percent of his field goals. Dude, yeah. the head coach put him on the hot seat, not us. Uh, you wanted competition too. Okay. Oh, You're I perpetuating love, it. I love competition. The most accurate kicker field goals in Minnesota Vikings history. Wears loafers with no socks and capri pants getting off the plane. His oh, name Kai. is Kai Forbath. Yeah. It's a 89% make. You know what? You know what? After great debate internally, Longwell's my guy. How far off at one time? Weird guy. Longwell oh, or Kai? Really Kai. 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 <laughs> yeah, Longwell weird didn't guy. go bar hopping with that. Very weird All right, guy. that's fine. You can have Ryan Longwell, but just know that you're giving up two or three percentage points accuracy. Kai was weird. Compared to my guy, Kai. But he's not the weirdest kicker in the history of the franchise, at least that I covered, because that distinction belongs to a guy that Phil recalls well, Paul Edinger. Oh, Paul Edinger. He was the weirdest dude ever. Back to the defense stance, right? And and he also beat the Packers at the Metrodome, I think, in 05 with like a 54-yard field goal. But that guy was weird. I want to throw some love out to my favorite kicker as a kid, Fouad Revez. Yeah. But I don't think he surpasses. I think you're right. Ryan Longwell is the most reliable. It's too bad he never got a chance to send the Vikings to the Super Bowl in 2009. <laughs> Just ask him. Mm-hmm. Gary Anderson, too. I mean, Gary Anderson, one of the greatest kickers in history, but he's mo- I don't think you can put a guy who's most known for the miss on this yeah. list. Yeah. yeah. Gary and Blair pr- probably had the two most prolific, greatest single seasons as kickers in in, uh, in the history of the franchise, right? Yeah. Because Gary had so missed until he missed here. against the Falcons, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and Blair's melt. I can't do Blair. Not after no. the meltdown. No. Uh, okay, we've uh, we've made it to the punter section here. Mm-hmm. Mitch Berger is the most famous punter in yeah, Vikings history. That's the one I was thinking. Is there anybody else that should be considered above Mitch Berger? I mean, Cluey was here Chloe. a long time. Cluey or Berger? Yeah, Cluey did. I mean, Cluey was really good at times. Um, I don't know. This is. I mean, pun- let's go with the. I mean, Mitch Berger's the iconic punter in franchise yeah, history. Are better. you gonna? Or you want to go Greg Coleman? No, I looked up Coleman stats. <laughs> Col- Coleman stats were not. I. I again, when when you're a fan and a kid, you get so fooled. I thought Coleman was great, and statistically, he was okay. He was known for, at the time, the coffin corner kicks. He was fantastic at, like, trying to tuck the ball in at the opponent's two before it went out of bounds. But, no, I mean, if we're doing an all-time team and punters, it probably is Cluey or Mitch Berger. Okay. I'm going to go Mitch Berger here, and if somebody wants to fight me on punter, they they can hit me up. 
Uh, all right, punt returners here. Let's let's go punt returners. By far in the history I, of yes. Vikings, <laughs> of Vikings football, Marcus Sherrill's. He's he's it. He was great at it. Yeah, he had. Let me pull it up here. He had two thousand four hundred eighty punt return yards. The next closest is six hundred sixty yards away. Leo Lewis. Yeah, Sherrill's also had five punt return touchdowns. Far more than anybody else in franchise history. So he's he is it, right? Yes. Da- David Palmer was a good punt returner, but he's no Marcus Sherrills. Marcus Sherrills was great at one thing, and it kept him around forever. Yeah, good for him, man. And then I think I think kick returner is a wrap too, man. The number one kick return yardage guy and the number one kick return touchdown guy in franchise history, Cordero Patterson. Yeah. Yeah. The two best I saw were Cordero and Percy. And oh, Percy, yeah. uh, Percy and Cordell both have five kick return touchdowns. I mean, Percy was nuts, but Patterson statistically is great. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Game. Any any other? I don't think there's any. You no, know, I think from an efficiency standpoint, it would be nice to you know maybe get an extra offensive lineman on the roster and tell Adam Thielen to return punts. But we have to honor the best actual kick and punt returners. I just. I franchise cannot, history. I cannot believe we did. I am shocked that a franchise that's been around since 1961 didn't give us a clear-cut six cornerback. <laughs> I know. It's amazing. I just hope we are at 53 now. I think we are. Here, I'm just going to pull this crossed, up for you guys. Fingers crossed. If I'm, <laughs> There is a fighting chance here. And, and just remember, it's not my fault. Catholic schools, not good at math. Uh, while I go through the full 53 here real quick, tell the audience about your friends who've helped you lose and keep off a lot of weight, Judd Zilgad. Th- those would, would be the fine folks from Livia Weight Control Centers. And you know what? I got an exciting announcement to make. I got an exciting announcement to make because, you know, a few weeks back, the lovely wife Dawn said, you know, Judge, you've lost all that, that weight. How can I join? And guess what? She's joined down five pounds, and so Ooh. now, so now it's a team effort a between affair. the Zolgads. Exactly right. As she drops the the weight, I'm down forty pounds, and here's my thing: I'm keeping that weight off. Dawn will have the same advantage, the same thing. And now I want you to join us, the Zolgads, with the uh, simple start plan, only fifty nine dollars. That's right, fifty nine dollars. That low eight five five go Livia. Livia, L-I-V-E-A dot com. Do it as a team. It makes it simple. It makes it more fun. And best of all, you both will feel great. Teamwork works. Livia.com. Awesome. And also a shout out to our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company. They have been helping businesses for over 100 years. They've also been helping raise over $40 million since 2005 for Big Brothers Big Sisters. A one-to-one mentoring program to help youth in need across the country. If you want to find out about how Federated goes about partnering with other businesses around the Twin Cities and doing great work for uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters, or if you want to be a big yourself, federatedchallenge.org. That's federatedchallenge.org. So here is our all-time Vikings 53, and I'm scrolling around. on my. You can see on my janky, raw show notes, Word document here, Google Doc, for the YouTube audience. That's right. The production quality you guys get on Purple Daily <laughs> is top-notch here. Three quarterbacks, Fran Tarkenton, Dante Culpepper, Brett Favre. Running backs, Adrian Peterson, Chuck Foreman, Robert Smith, Dalvin Cook. Fullbacks, Bill Brown. Tight ends, Steve Jordan, Jim Kleinsasser, Kyle Rudolph. Wide receivers, Randy Moss, Chris Carter, Justin Jefferson, Anthony Carter, Sammy White, Adam Thielen. 
Offensive linemen Gary Zimmerman, Randall McDaniel, Mick Tinglehoff, Steve Hutchinson, Ron Yeri, Jeff Christie, Ed White, Corey Stringer. Defensive ends Carl Eller, Chris Dolman, Daniil Hunter, Jared Allen, Everson Griffin, Jim Marshall. Cornerbacks Bobby Bryant, Xavier Rhodes, Antoine Winfield, Carl Lee, Nate Wright. Defensive tackles Alan Page, John Randall, Kevin Williams, Keith Millard. Linebackers Scott Studwell, Matt Blair, Chad Greenway, Ed McDaniel, Wally Hilgenberg. Safeties, Paul Krause, Joey Browner, Harrison Smith, Robert Griffith, and your specialists, Ryan Longwell, Mitch Berger, Marcus Sherrills, and Cordero Patterson. If you did not hear your name, be better. Be better. Some of you can't because you're not playing anymore. Some of you still have a chance. Eric Kendricks, this is your shiny moment in 2022. get on the list. Get on There's list. still time. <laughs> Next year we could put you on. You never know. So there it is, boys. That is the all-time 53-man roster, according to us. Anyways, now my, now my question is: Did that come out to 53? I think it did. Okay. I'm sure somebody will check the math. For okay, us. I was gonna say because I'm gonna get it. <laughs> and if like it's not, we're bumping tweets. We're bumping another cornerback if it's not. <laughs> uh, by the way, this is the last day on this Thursday, June 30th. If you're listening or watching today, to uh, get your entry in for the Purple Daily Getaway to Miami, we're giving away a trip for two. We have lower bowl tickets. In Miami for week six, Purple versus Miami. We'll pick up the tickets. We'll pick up the travel cost. It's a trip for two. We're drawing probably early next week just because it's a holiday weekend and our our staff is gone. Um, But uh, you have one chance to register today if you haven't already. Open the Score North app. You can register right there, and then you can enter through listener rewards. So, yeah, for anyone who's had trouble, you know, there's been like, uh, it says you need to listen for a certain amount of time. Log out, log in. Refresh it. You should just be able to enter by opening the app. So Shut it down. Turn it back on. It'll yes. work. <laughs> All right, boys. That's a wrap on this episode of Purple Daily. Daily Vikings Entertainment. Let us know if you agree, disagree, uh, if this is the greatest list ever in the YouTube comment section. See you guys. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. It's crazy to think that a few weeks ago we were talking about whether or not Tua Tagovailoa should consider retiring. After two concussions and worldwide debates on player safety and NFL culpability, Tua has done nothing but go back to work and currently has the Dolphins riding a three-game win streak and one loss behind the division favorite Buffalo Bills. While everyone was yapping about the end of his career, Tua Tagovailoa said he'll decide when it's time. And clearly, he's not ready to hang up the cleats. Hi, this is Chris Howard from the Plugged In with Chris Howard podcast. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting up to the minute scores for every sport. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including the MLB playoffs, the start of the NHL season, MMA, boxing, and golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.